0: My name is Lisa Farbstein, and I'm a spokesperson with the Transportation Security Administration. So the first thing you need to do when you get to the checkpoint is actually, the first thing you need to do when you know you're going to travel, is to stop and think about the fact that you're traveling before you get to the checkpoint. And you really want to focus on how you're packing, how best to pack, so that you can have a smooth experience going through the checkpoint. So one of the first tips that we recommend is to wear slip-on shoes. So if you wear slip-on shoes and you put them right on the conveyor belt or you can put them in a bin, the reason we recommend that is because it's easier for you to remove them and put them back on. If you use lace-up shoes, we figure it takes an extra 60 seconds, a minute, for you to get through the checkpoint because you've got to bend over and unlace them to take them off and when you get to the other side, you have to sit down and, and put them back on and relace them. So it actually makes your trip go smoother if you do that. Well, let me back up a step, I should have said this first. When, when you come to the ticket document checker station, you wanna have your boarding pass and your ID out and ready. That's not the time to be reaching for your wallet and thinking, oh my God, I gotta get my ID out, or let me open my handbag and, and pull out my wallet and let me find my ID you know that's just gonna cause eye rolling from the people behind you and you certainly don't want to make enemies with the people behind you so that's what we recommend you do and then we recommend you put it back your ID back in your wallet or in your handbag so you don't lose it you don't leave it behind so again then you use your slip-on take your slip-on shoes put them in the bin or put them right on the conveyor belt now one of the common mistakes that people make is They've got small knives on their keychains, right? They don't do that intentionally. They're not trying to cause harm, but that is something that happens with a great deal of frequency. So we ask you to think about that before you travel. If you've got one of these, to take it off of your keychain, leave it in your glove compartment, or even at home, leave it on the kitchen table. Another thing that's common is right here, people have small pocket knives. Oftentimes they have clips. They clip onto your handbag, your Duffel bag, clip onto your belt, clip onto your pocket. And this is one of the, again, one of the most common things that, uh, mistakes that people will make is they'll forget that they shouldn't be bringing that to the checkpoint. This is perfectly fine if you put it inside of your carry-on bag. Oftentimes, because it has a little clip, people put it on first thing in the morning, just like they put on a wristwatch, and they don't really think about it. It's something they do automatically. But again, that should not go through a checkpoint because that's gonna slow you down. Now, if you do show up with something like this, you're given a choice. The TSA officer will tell you, you can either put it back in your car, hand it off to a non-traveling companion. Oftentimes, airports have mailing centers. You can mail it to yourself or to your destination. Uh, You can put it in your check bag, and your last uh, option will be to surrender it to TSA. And as he stated, we got about 90 pounds of this uh, every, every several days. Uh, and this is what he's talking about. Little knives like this, little knives like the one here on the keychain. 90 pounds. Next important thing to remember again, prepare when you're packing. This is a 311 bag. 311 bag is where you put your liquids, gels, and aerosols. They all need to be 3.4 ounces or smaller. They all need to fit in a one quart size bag, one bag per person. And so here's my 311 bag. It's got small toothpaste, hand cream, yeah. shampoo. It's got um, suntan lotion, right? You want to put that in the 311 bag. And the reason is because our Office of Intelligence has done the research and they've determined that something this size is not going to cause a catastrophic incident on an aircraft. All right? This is, um, say, liquid explosives. But something larger could. So something that would be as large as this. You know, this type of a quantity would be something not permitted past the checkpoint. Now, we know that people like to stay hydrated when they travel. And so, while you can't bring something this large, because it's more than 3.4 ounces, and it's certainly not going to fit into your bag, you can bring an empty bottle of water. You bring the empty bottle of water, you fill it up on the other side of the checkpoint, and you saved yourself a few dollars. So, when I fly, can I bring mine? So, here are some of the common, one of the most common questions we get is about disposable razors. Can you bring a disposable razor? So you type in disposable razor, let you know right away that you can put it in your carry-on or your check bag. But if you were to type in razor blade, it would tell you that that can only go into your check bag. Here are some of the other common things we get asked about. We get asked about breast milk or baby formula or baby bottles because typically they're gonna be larger than the 3.4 ounces. And yes, you can bring that just as you can bring medications like cough syrup that will be larger than 3.4 ounces. You just have to let the TSA officer know in advance, put it in the bin at the start of the checkpoint process and they'll make sure to screen those items. We also have a free downloadable app that has that same feature it's called When I Fly, Can I Bring My, right? The app is called My TSA. So here we go. And you can get closer shots later if there's a bad glare. So when I fly, can I bring my? So let's type in an item. Uh, we get asked about grenades, interestingly enough. So grenades and social right away they're not permitted. you you'd think people would know that. It's, it's important to know as well that replica weapons, such as firearms, replica firearms, and replica grenades, or inert grenades, they are not allowed on aircraft, and that's because they could cause a panic on a plane. You know, the flight attendant is not going to know that it's a replica. The person next to you is not going to know that it's in an inert grenade. We can uh, work on some more of these, uh, if you like, in a bit. The other thing is uh, we ask people to take their laptops out of the uh, carry-on case, and the reason is because we need to get a good look at it. We need to make sure that it goes in its own bin. Coincidentally, we're seeing more and more people fly with more than one laptop. They're flying with two and three laptops. Each laptop needs to go in its own bin, right? Now, the common mistake people make is they forget to take their laptop out of the carry-on case, and what happens? Bag check, lane two. TSA officer's gonna ask whose bag that is, it's your bag, you oh, you left your laptop in it, so what happens? The laptop and you are, are asked to, to come over to a separate table, the TSA officer will swab the case, they'll open it up, they'll swab the laptop, and they're swabbing to te- check for any traces of explosives. Then they take that swab, and they have to walk over to the machine, the machine is gonna read it to see if it has any traces of explosives. Assuming it does not, then the, the TSA officer will take the laptop and the case Back to the front of the line and go through the whole process again. It's going to go through the x-ray machine again. So that's, you know, going to take like three, four minutes. So you can control that if you remember to take that out. You know, the same thing, if you leave that bottle of water, which is super, super common, one of the most common mistakes people make is they leave their large liquids in their carry-ons. And again, the whole checkpoint process having to swab your bag, having to re-screen it through the x-ray, you can save yourself a good four minutes. Right now, the average wait time at the Buffalo checkpoint is about 13 minutes. Sometimes in the day, it'll be a little longer. Sometimes in the day, it's gonna be a little shorter. So you wanna make sure you have planned plenty of time in your entire airport process. It's gonna take a little longer for you to park because more people are traveling. You might have to circle the lot to find a spot, then you're gonna to have to wait for a shuttle bus and it's gonna bring you to the airport. Then you might have to check a bag, that's gonna take a, a, that's another line you have to stand in. You might have to get your boarding pass, again, another line you have to stand in. So all these things take time and all that is before you even get to the checkpoint itself. So do plan, think ahead, prepare before you fly, think about it. Another one, one more thing is that TSA officers are in the line guiding you. They're telling you, don't forget to take your cell phone out, All right? So if you're taking your cell phone out, we recommend put it inside your carry-on bag, All right? And don't forget, you know, a lot of people have more than one in your carry-on bag. Don't put it in the bin, you're more likely to leave it there. Even if you have tissues in your pocket, something like this, not even metal, that can alarm the machine. Take it out of your pocket. So you're going to hear officers telling you to remove everything from your pocket. So whether it's metal or not, very important to take it out of your pocket. Okay? Any questions?